are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a January 3rd Wednesday night, Thursday morning edition, maybe when you listen to this of the Blaze, a Lockdown Blazers podcast, and I'm joined by Corbin Smith, who will be a co-host with me weekly. But we just the holidays, I think, just kind of we were all with family. Yeah, I'm doing we it all, every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to set up a thing where like Eric contacts me on Sunday and he forgot last Sunday. Yeah, and the and this sun, Sunday, and, and, and this and, Sunday and, Corbin, yeah. Corbin did it because he's a he's a good guy, handsome, reliable, uh, tall. Uh, Great hair, uh, spectacular hair. I'm glad somebody appreciates it. You know what? You know what happened the other day to me? What, Gunnison? My girlfriend, whose computer I'm doing this on today, because I'm at her house, not to brag or anything. Uh, I know a sports fan with a girlfriend. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a dog with a, it's like a dog with a wheelbarrow. What's he even going to do with it? Um. I uh, and we oh. support hu- we support human relationships. By the way, on the Lockdown Blazers podcast, you know, like we, we we support human relationships here. Thanks. So, so oh, I, just want, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, that, that we definitely support that here on Lockdown oh. Blazers. I'm afraid I'm very gassy today. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Uh, I, you were talking about uh, before I started bragging about having a girlfriend. Oh. Um, Gosh, well, oh the the schedule maybe? Oh, you're doing this weekly, and you were kind of oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. kind of explaining that we're not, you know, that we're trying to do this regularly, but we're not. You know, yeah, we, we, we haven't been. Yeah, we did a bad job contacting each other this week. Yeah, communication is key. Yeah, in in relationships, as in basketball, as it happens. Yeah, and you know, basketball. Best well, teams communicate. That's right. That's right. Uh, and anyway, the Blazers, uh, they played the other night. We, we, you heard us talking about it. We already recapped that. So if you want to go listen to, you know, recap at the Cavs game, recap the Bulls game. Kind of, uh, it kind but, of sucks they lost to the, uh, Cavs, but yeah, it doesn't suck. I mean, how much can it really suck? They are the Cavaliers. The Blazers are the Blazers. There is a natural order of things and the natural order played out more or less. Yeah, and and I think the Blazers played really well early. It was great to see Dame back. It's good that Dame is no longer hurt. You know that certainly, was certainly. That, that was a you know a pretty uh, you know tough. Hold on. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure. My okay, I'll I'll edit that. We're we're good. Sorry. I okay. just to check Dame sucks. Dame sucks. Dame sucks. Dame I, sucks. I just need to check my levels. I was a little, I was a little concerned that I was a little too loud. Aren't we all? Um. Anyway, sorry, sorry for that interruption. But uh, Dame no is back. Dame looked good, and uh, I think took his took his time. Yeah. Well, he. I think it was good. Though. I mean, think about the miles he's had. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So early sure. in his career. I mean, he was playing thirty five. 30 like you know 30 those early those early team man those were those were the last of a dying breed man where they ran the minutes up like crazy and and, yeah they were just like hey what if five dudes played as much of this game as possible yeah uh i you know i 
at a certain level, I respect that NBA players are playing less minutes now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, mean I mean, it's it's just good. For, I think it's good for the overall product because yeah. I think I, you're just decreasing the chances of injury. Not that you're not going to have injuries, but you know, you're decreasing the yeah. chances, and that way, when well, it's we a matter get, of like throwing dice and also as a matter of wear and tear you know what i mean yeah because i think that's part of the thing with injury prevention and reducing minutes is that you're just throwing the dice fewer times you know what i mean yeah but on a certain level i do kind of miss like teams where somebody where everybody plays 40 minutes and is just like bleeding and dying and so i you know I, i it has a certain beauty right i mean so so you're kind of so it means you're into the timberwolves this year Oh yeah, God bless Thibodeau. And and you know what? I I'm decisively not into the Timberwolves actually, but they're not I mean, Jimmy I like Jimmy Butler, but they've really they're not a fun team. No, Jimmy Butler's not a fun player. And I am tired of people trying to convince me he is. I mean, he's just he is, he's just he's just relentless though. Like that's he, his, that's he his is thing. The, I don't want to insult a Blazer who who I'm sure some people have fond feelings for. Jimmy Butler is a Steve Smith ass player. Okay, but Steve Smith was an all-star, had his time, you know, like... Yeah, but who cares? <laughs> okay. Hot like, he's still Steve Smith. Like, hot, hot take, who cares about Jimmy uh, like, Butler? Like, Steve Smith isn't in the damn Hall of Fame or anything. Like, you know, he's just he's just a Steve Smith-ass player. Like, that's what she's, you know. There's right. only so far you can go being a damn, dang Steve Smith-ass player. You know what I mean? I, hey, you know, uh, you do make a point, but I, Dame... Back to the point about that is, you know, Dame played. I'm just, I looked this up just because I was curious. He played 38 almost. Th- and if you round, yeah. if you round, God bless Terry. If, if you round up, he played 39 minutes again. In fairness, th- they're 38, not 38.6. In, in fairness, um, they, they are not playing and they were playing like they had four days off. Yeah, no, I, I, I no, I think, I think it's fine. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's fine. And and Dame Dame came back and played, and and played a good number of minutes, and he shot the ball well. And it, that the Blazers really need to score that, to score the ball. Like they are one of the worst offenses in the NBA. And I did that's not. So weird. It's so weird. I did weird. not think we were going to be here. Like yeah. this is not the problem that so I foresaw. At no, all. not even a little bit. Because the problem has always been a mediocre defense and a good offense. Yeah. I mean, in last year, it was like an actively bad defense. I think mostly because Aminu was injured for so much of the year. But yeah, I think perimeter shooting, I think, was a concern. But I didn't think that the lack of perimeter shooting at, was just going. And, even, and they even had the thing is, that's the thing is Aminu. Yeah, Aminu, Aminu has found a shot, found a pretty reliable shot this year. So yeah, like, but I think, and, and then Napier has been good. Connaughton has been okay at shooting Napier. the three. Napier, who knew? That one is the strangest one this year, I think. Is that Napier has been good? Yeah, well, he's been good. And, and Mo LeBron Hart, was and, right. And, and, is and, the only thing, once again, LeBron James was correct. Yeah, LeBron James was right about basketball, believe it or not. Uh, yeah. All those years ago when he manipulated Pat Riley into drafting Shabazz Napier. I mean, I, mean, I think it's okay. Anyway. Here's, here's the thing, though. Like, LeBron is like, I mean, good on him, but I think he also was just like wanted to flex just to show how powerful he could be. Yeah, just to just to be mean to Pat Riley. Yeah, I don't blame him. Pat Riley was like, remember when Pat Riley revealed that LeBron was going to have another kid and LeBron didn't necessarily want that? No, because I think because yeah. it was a daughter 
and he didn't want other people. He didn't want people to know it was a daughter or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when, that, those are when I remember Windhorse talked about that. Yeah, and then Pat Riley, Pat Riley snitched on his wife's womb. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty messed up to do the birth. Yeah. the birth announcement as a gm of the team Ugh. Ugh. like just 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 saying that out he loud deserved, makes me think he deserved, makes me think makes me feel like really gross that like your boss told the whole world that you're having a baby well lebron should have done he should have gone to arison and he should have said i'll stay if you fire pat riley and then when they fired Pat Riley, he should have left anyway. I, that, I think that shows the benevolence of LeBron because he totally could have done that. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, like, he easily could have no, done that. He should do that. He should, on the offseason, just do that with like three or four teams. Like, I'll, I'll join if you fire your coach or GM and then watch as these, all these teams fire their GMs and their coaches and then just sign with the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, well, I mean, he does love an Oregon Pinot Noir. Yeah, loves an Oregon Pinot. Oh my God, wine snob, bro. We just, I, uh, Eric's writing about LeBron right now, and on a certain level, I all I really want to talk about is LeBron. Very disappointed he didn't win tonight. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude. Okay, second on a back to back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, they had Isaiah last night, and they did not have him tonight. I mean, very simply put, they they had Isaiah Thomas last night and they were unbeatable. They they ran up the lead with LeBron on the bench, and uh, they didn't have Thomas tonight. And then Kevin Love also hurt his ankle in the game tonight. And and you're looking very comfortable. Thank you. I just I just uh, lied down. Yeah. On my side here, if anybody wants to. You know, conjure an image in their mind of me. Erotic or neither wise, no problem. If you listen to this for the erotic potential of my voice, I just want you to know that I I respect you and I love you. I don't want to, like, know about it or anything, but I respect you and I love you. Anyway, uh, yeah, th- yeah, back-to-back Isaiah Thomas. Are we going to talk about Isaiah Thomas? Yeah, our, why not? Our, why, man, why our, not? Man, our man Dane has been losing his damn mind online about this. In uh, in in, please enlighten the listeners. Dana uh, Carbaugh about about Isaiah and and Dane 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 uh, formerly co-host on this podcast, friend of handsome the sh- handsome friend, bald friend man. of the show, probably the best looking bald man that I know. Uh, I live uh, uh, living in Seattle right now, which is a, a betrayal, certainly, but something something <laughs> something we can forgive though, you know, because yeah. you know, in spirit, he's here. I believe. Uh, I, I yeah I agree with that. Um, uh, writing for NBC Sports right now. Yeah, you know. fr- friend of the show once again. Great basketball, Fab- gr- fabulous gr- basketball blogger. Yeah, Duncan. And, yeah, gr- and great analyst of the game. Yeah, gr- good. Yeah. yeah, knows more about basketball than than old than than old than old sack of potatoes who's talking in this microphone right now for sure. Uh, the uh, 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 anyway, yesterday Isaiah Thomas. Uh, Post game is like God. Ah, Damian Lillard needs to be like a better vocal leader. Oh, that Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I'm talking about. I, or wait, was it the I, other? I, okay, I, okay. The 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 new Isaiah Thomas, the cool one, the tiny uh-huh. sportsman, played for the Cavaliers against the Blazers last night and had 17 points. Yeah, and he looked awesome. And him and D Wade put the Blazers away basically. And then. Shout out to D-Wade, the, by the and way. And then the other... Oh, my I, God! I, I, was the other Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, but I don't... You know, I, here's the thing, man. 
don't. Oh, I don't. I, I don't really want to. I thought this was a real. I thought this was a real NBA beef. Sorry. No, no this was. This was. Boy, the, the my old... apologies to Seattle Isaiah Thomas, a Pacific Northwest legend. Yeah, to Tacomas, in fact, Tacoma. Dude, let's Park. not. Let's not. Let's not. You know. Shout out to our listeners in Tacoma. You know that Nico K song about Tacoma, uh, Eric? No. It's a good song. That's all. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's all. I, okay. okay. It's uh, a good song. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, do it. So anyway, Tacoma, Tacoma's U-Dubs Isaiah Thomas had a game against the Blazers. He did not play in the game tonight. Respect for, to all Pacific Northwest yeah. ballers. Yes, yes, exactly. Him and Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford, uh, uh, B-Roy, certainly. Doug Christie. Doug, meh. He's from Seattle. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm willing to show him any respect, though. I mean, he was on the Kings teams, man. I mean, he... He, yeah, he also made a weird sex tape with his wife, and oh. a genuinely odd man. Listen, man, you know, I, you know, maybe I knew that. I probably did. Probably somewhere deep down, I just erased Dana it. Dana followed... No, 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 no. I'm on Maureen's account. I was about to get mad at Dane for unfollowing me on Twitter. <laughs> Okay, but uh, anyway, so no, no, but I know you were talking about because I think a lot of people will talk about it today. I think Blazers Edge blogged about it mm-hmm. was the the older Detroit Pistons, New York Knicks executive Isaiah Thomas said that Dame needed to be a better a better vocal leader or some mm-hmm. some BS yeah, quote, yeah, yeah. quote that was just he just like decided it. Like yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't know he doesn't know shit about Dame. And people, excuse, excuse. And this is like, I don't want to be one of these guys, but here we are. Nobody in the national conversation knows anything about the Blazers. They just don't like, they don't get that. I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, pe- pe- I mean, I think most people get Dame. I'm, I'm going to disagree. I think most people get Dame. Hey, yeah. Eric. Yeah. I have to use the bathroom so bad. Okay. So, Isaiah Thomas, the older Detroit one. Yeah, was the I one. thought that meant the yeah. Celtics one. I feel very. I apologize to Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, uh, he's on, and Thomas. he's and he's on the Cavaliers now. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Isaiah Thomas is on the Cavaliers now, and mm-hmm. he played last night. And then the other Isaiah Thomas said something, and we talked about this, and we talked about you know how most of the national, you know, you believe that most of the national audience doesn't. Really no, know, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Doesn't really know uh, about the Blazers per se. And it, I, it, I, it I, isn't I, just a Dame thing. Okay, but I think Dame just separately from the Blazers. Oh, every I think everyone knows Dame. Like I don't think that that's. I think it's something we need to establish real quick. Is that is that Dame is not an unrecognized superstar in the league. I think a lot of people are thinking, even though he had you know a rough start to the season, he's really bounced back. He's shooting really well right now. Um, and had a great game the other night against Cleveland. I think he's probably going to get an All Star bid this year. I mean that that's just my vibe right now of things. And I think that Portland also him getting better on defense. I think is also mm-hmm. um, I, I think that plays really well in his favor as well. Anyway, but the idea that he's not a vocal leader is nonsense. It's such oh that's not it's such it's such an unbelievable crock of shit. I can't even. 
No, I mean, anybody who knows anything about the Blazers, I would say. It's not even a thing where it's like, oh, you know, you and I watch, like, pretty, you know, most of the game, but, like, every game and have for a few years. It's not like you have, like, if you follow the Blazers, you know that Dane yeah, yeah, yeah. is, yeah. like, a, a guy that, you know, he he's, that he's not vocal. He communicates with his teammates. It may not just be in a super demonstrative way on the court where he's, like, you know, making a scene out of it. Like, and, and, and that's the thing with him is that he is a vocal leader and he does get, and he also does get intense during games. I mean, I mean, so yeah, I mean, that's complete. BS. Yeah. It's not like he's some, I, I can't even think it's not like he's some Jeff green floating through the game type of guy. You know, I can't even. I mean, he's, yeah. I mean, he's the leader of, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, a team Look, that's Isaiah the playoffs, probably going to be in the playoffs three years in a row. If they, if they're, if they figure out their offense as a team. Nur- Isaiah Thomas Nurk- is we, 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 gotta, we gotta talk about Nurkic and oh wait wait wait, wait. After, I, don't, okay. I don't get to say mean things about Isaiah Thomas no, that he's no, no, failed you, at everything you, that isn't basketball no yeah you definitely and, can and is a total weirdo who uh, is it fun to watch on television and uh, who was also not the best players on his uh, team that won championships anyway ah uh, dude I I don't really agree with and beer is underrated okay I know okay I okay first of all. Lambeer, I understand that Lambeer would have been valued differently in this era of basketball. Ours too, but... Okay, but... Okay, fine. But I think... I mean, Isaiah, I think, was in very much, like, the engine that made that team go. Like Wildly I mean, inefficient. I mean, he's... Wildly inefficient player. Okay, that's fine, man. But they, they won two championships with him as their best player. I mean, I think it's not... Do I, you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure their best player wasn't A... A powerful collective spirit, and B, Lane Beer and Dumars forming a defense that was unprecedented. Dude, okay, okay. I, I, are we really? I don't think we can really say though that Thomas didn't play his role in the defense. Like, you're not going to have a great defense if you don't have all five players playing good defense. That's right. that I like. I think you're underselling. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And, and, and I don't, he, I'm just saying. Isaiah isn't the reason the Pistons won championships. I think he was part of the reason. And offensively, I mean, he was there. You know, dude, he had so many like, ah, whatever. I just. Uh, oh, you're gonna, oh, you're, oh, you're going to burnish his clutch reputation now. Whatever. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Clutchness. What? He, okay. Whatever. Okay. What, You're and, so mad about Isaiah Thomas. No, I'm, I'm, dude. I mean, I just like I, you I've know, never seen you this angry, Eric. You're the happiest person I know. I say, I say. I mean, admittedly, throwing red meat to the audience. I say Isaiah Thomas is overrated, and you get very defensive. I mean, dude, he broke Portland, man. Come on, dude. He 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 beat Portland yes, in the finals. That's a perfectly good reason to slander him. <laughs> okay, I, I I do see your point there. Also, Jordan uh, broke Portland. Let's not. Okay, but I'm just Let's saying. I'm just saying the first it. You know, he they they beat the Lakers, dude. When the Lakers were really great, like like, come on, man. Good defense. Who okay, cares? okay, but I think yeah, that wasn't him. That wasn't him. No, I agree. I, that, I I agree that he's had a really shady and shitty. You know, post and, and his playing career. I'm just saying his playing career didn't pay for how shady he's been. Okay. Afterwards, at all. Okay. Fair enough. I know that. Look, this is the this is a famous Ethan Sherwood Strauss take, of course. A, a personal friend of mine, a friend. You know, we know each other. Right. Uh, but uh, 
I'm just saying, you know, Isaiah Thomas was overrated. Look it up. Fine. That's that's fine. This is this is long. And his takes about Dame are terrible. No, they they are, and they're they're complete crap. He doesn't know anything about when he worked for the Knicks. He's bad on television. Uh, uh, he was mean to Magic Johnson. Oh, did you see that? Yeah, Magic Johnson shouldn't forgive him. Isaiah Thomas said unforgivable stuff about him. Yeah. Well, anyway. I mean, I mean, you know, they're they're both pretty old, though. I guess you know they. Yeah, you know, you gotta bear the hatchet, I suppose. Good on Magic Johnson. Yeah, Magic was clearly Isaiah Thomas, a recipient of mercy and on from the... a great from a legitimately great man. And then the opposite. Terrible Isaiah, on the the the, the 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 other the other cooler Isaiah Thomas forgave yeah. one Danny Ainge of Eugene Oregon and said that they're good now. By the way, uh, good. and that and that's that just shows that it's some Danny North, Ainge is really Gene. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah it's yeah, some yeah. Northwest right there. It's a Northwest, you know. Jamal Crawford, Danny Ainge, the Northwest grades. <laughs> Um, Do you consider – I'm a bit of a – because I'm from Vancouver, Washington, I'm a bit of a pan-Northwesterner. Right, because you, you – yeah. I went to college in Olympia. I have a lot of friends in Seattle. But, you know, I, I know people in Portland. I've done Model UN and Eugene, you know. If I'm going to a Shakespeare festival, it would probably be at Ashland. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a funnier joke than I, Eric. I, I, I'm, well, no, I love Ashland. I'm okay. a big I'm a big fan. I spent uh, Memorial Day weekend last year with oh, my girlfriend in Ashland. Wonderful. But anyway, I'm a bit of a pan Northwesterner myself, and I wonder if this like so like I go like, you know, all the Seattle guys. I'm like, yeah, we're all just the Northwest man. You know, Portland and Seattle. I feel like they hate each other like brothers. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think we, I think we've discussed this actually on this podcast, perhaps. Oh, that, that are, no, or maybe on Take It or Break It. But there yeah. really, there really is a brotherly uh, type of uh, where it's like you, like you can't let someone else from the not the Northwest rag on Seattle. Like, no, because that's that's, no. that's nobody you, else can make fun of the Sounders that much. No, like only only we can do that. Yeah. I think yeah, I think that there's a spirit of that. You know what I mean? I just uh, just beautiful, beautiful stuff. You know, I encourage everybody to join my pan. Okay, finally, Eric plugged his thing back in. <laughs> Eric was telling me to stall, and I was I was doing a, a C minus job. I needed to just I needed to plug in the computer because it was running out of batteries, and I, I, I he was... almost got away with it. But I'm I'm just a skidge too bizarre to let him do it. <laughs> <laughs> Almost, almost very smoothly pulled it off. Yeah, and I, okay, well, okay, I, okay, okay, okay. We have gone on. I'm going to. We're we're gonna have to cut sorry, off. Sorry, we have to talk about Nurkic. Apparently, yeah. I well, I think we do because I think okay. So, like I said, Dame has kind of bounced back offensively. Uh, I was looking up some stats, some advanced stats from cleaning the glass. Uh, Who runs that website? Who runs that website? Ben Falk. Uh, and, and Ben Ben was the analytics manager for the Blazers uh, mm. a couple of years ago. I remember seeing him and LaMarcus frequently. Uh, LaMarcus would go up to him and like – or like Ben would go up to LaMarcus like after practice or something and like LaMarcus would be – Say, please stop taking long twos. Please, I'll do anything. No, I no because Lamar- LaMarcus wanted to see where he was – like where his best numbers were. Where his best long two numbers were? 
Yeah, I guess so. Apparently, nobody likes dragging Lamarcus anymore. Unbelievable. No, I I liked I here I like I liked LA, so it's fine. But anyway, because yeah. um, like we're working for his sports reporter. <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, Dame has kind of bounced back. Um, he's back. You know, not quite to hit the highest level that he can play, but a very good level. According to Cleaning the Glass, he's averaging, you know, he, he's scoring 114.7 points per 100 shot attempts, and that ranks in the 81st percentile, so it's in the top 20th percent of the league uh, in, in terms of players. So that's that's huge, and he's using a ton of possessions as well. He's in the 89th percentile in that. Uh, his assist numbers are really good this year, way better than they were last year. Uh, and... He's not, you know, his turnovers could be better, but the Blazers, I think, you know, they just need him to continue to play freely. But I don't think he's necessarily been the problem. Um, and, and Nurkic, I think, has had a really tough season. He's had, he's in the fifth percentile of points per shot attempt among bigs. And that's really bad. Like, like, like the bottom fifth percentile? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, Ooh, it, like it, has a big, it has a big red five. Oh, Oh God! Yeah. So. Uh, oh no. Uh, I, so that has been really that. I mean, CJ. I will say also, you know, just to be honest, CJ is not having a CJ type of year so mm-hmm. far this season. But I think there's enough of a sample size of him being. You How know, many? Wait, are you sure there's enough of a? How many great years has CJ had exactly? I mean, he's had better years than he's having this year. Like even his like. His first, his most improved player season, he was way better was in, ter- in terms of points per shot attempt. No, that was two seasons ago. Oh, that was two seasons ago. Actually, it, was, it was, yeah. And so, uh, and he, he was good last year. Yes, when Dame he, was and, a little and off. He, he was great last year. According to yeah. according to Cleaning the Glass, he was in the ninety third percentile in points per sh- shot attempt. So, mm-hmm. so he was great this year. He's not doing so hot. Yeah. Um, but he, he's doing 47, which is way lower than even those other two years. So if it's not 93, it's gotta be somewhere in the middle between 93 and like five, six. just theoretically no, five. Okay, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's enough of a sample size that you think he's going to get way better. And Nurk has mostly, according to cleaning the glass, he's never finished above the 40th percentile among bigs in points per shot attempt. Hmm. These are hard numbers you're presenting me with. Yeah, and I, I just felt like I wanted to talk I've about some, been, ma- yeah, some, some, been, macro, yeah. some macro blazers. And I, listen, and I have to say – I've always been big on Nurkic. No, I'll and, say that hearing this is disappointing. But oh, – okay, but Eric's. I think there's uh, there's some other things here, okay? I mean it's 5% not, is so low that you can't get worse than that. I mean, okay, that's One just thing. his scoring. He's in the 79th percentile in – uh, assist percentage, which, you know, from your center, this is, it feels a little bit like the Mason Plumley problem, except with better defense. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's where we kind of are. And I think Nurk, I think he can finish better, you know, like he's not, I don't think he's in the fifth percentile, like all the time, you know, like, I mean, he's had a couple of bad years, but I think it's, it's not, usually this bad maybe it's because he's getting more chances or something but it, he hasn't had a very good year he's had a really is he bad getting but he's getting a few more post-ups this year unless i'm mistaken right i i, I believe so i have to look, I, I, I need to, 
I need to look that up. Uh, you got to kill those. Uh, yeah, and, and they're doing a lot of dribble handoffs, you know, and he's really good at that. I mean, yeah. he because he, he, he sets a mean screen, which – Very we, mean. We, which is, is very important, and I want to – like I'm trying to be just totally fair here. I'm not trying to slander Nurk. But th- they, you know, ha- have really struggled offensively when he's on the court. I mean, that, that's I, – I can't really – you know, sugarcoat it, you know, they haven't been that great offensively. They've been worse offensively with him on the court. And uh, it, it's been tough with him out there because of the spacing, I think. But they've really done well defensively when he's God, been It's so out weird there. their spacing's bad this year. It's so weird. Because, then, I mean, Lillard is a is a high-level three-point shooter. McCollum is fine. You know, he's shooting. Uh, he, Aminu is good CJ, all of a sudden. CJ is shooting like 40-plus 40, 40 percent from three. Oh, he, wow. It's his two points that are yeah. not uh, going in the same oh, way. Like his flo- that's going to swing around. Yeah, his, flo- his floaters are like the things that aren't going in. Which um, like are a big part of his game because he, he, you know, he really shoots – he really thrives in the mid-range. But – yeah, I mean, I think they just they've had a trouble finding some well, offensive. Like a Minu shot three as well. Who's? I know who starts a power forward. No, Amin, 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 no, uh, no, Aminu does. Uh, Aminu does. So Aminu, who starts a three right now? Harkless, well, right? No, 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 Evan Turner. Oh yeah, yeah, Evan. Oh, so and obviously ah. the, this is also, this is also part of the problem, and and, ah. and 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 that has been difficult. I mean, I'm looking right ah. here at the numbers. Yes. And Turner, they actually have a worse offensive rating on the floor with Turner on the floor than they do nerfing. Yeah, because they've, they, just been, they've just been shuffling people through a little bit, right? Harkless got injured, unless I'm – is this correct? No, no. Well, Aminu got injured mm-hmm. and that he was out for a long time. And then uh, Dame got hurt for a little while too. Oh, yes. Uh, but they were playing Turner in the starting lineup and, and they went with Connaughton for a while, if you recall. God, can, uh, I, can I give a brief Nurkic opinion? Yeah. Would probably be better at scoring if he was playing with anybody but Evan Turner. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, Tur- it's not, this is what I think. This is what I think about the space element of Nurkic's game. Like, the, okay, so the all time ideal of a dude with Nurk, with something resembling a Nurkic skill set is Tyson Chandler on the 2011 Mavs. Right. Which is you have a bunch of dudes you can shoot, and that guy can, like, get down low and and beef a few dudes out of the way, so to speak. I I mean, I have to say, they've had a bunch of wins this season because Nurk has made enormous defensive plays in the clutch. Yeah. And, 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 and that is a big reason why even though they've you know it's hard to separate both i think the spacing has hurt with nurkic but i don't think you can say that i don't i don't think that dame just getting better is the reason why they made this much of a leap defensively i think dame getting better helped but i do think that Nurk, it's because they have nurkic full time yes yeah i mean i mean and- they, i mean they didn't have a minu for a bunch of games this season and they're still a top 5 defense it's just that you can't do that and maintain a good defense with Nurkic and still play Turner. You it just doesn't work. Like Turner is so heinously bad at shooting and so in such a such a negative like Turner just shuts off so much offensively that like you can't 
he cannot coexist with Nurkic. The problem isn't Nurk, it's Turner. That's what I think. Okay. The, I, I'm glad – see, I'm glad we talked about this because I think I was going – you know, I, and I, I've been focusing on Nurk. I think because, you know, sometimes – I think the problem with Nurk for me is that sometimes it can just be frustrating when he doesn't finish and he's kind of struggled. Yes. But I, okay, I agree I, with you. I, do I agree need, with you, Nurk. But I do need to – wait. Yeah, yeah. I, I do need to clarify something and this is something that I have mentioned on the podcast before and that is – that they have struggled to win games recently, but their starting lineup, the one that they played uh, against Cavs, this is this is crazy. Now you, their overall, you know, the on court, off court stuff for Turner and Nurk doesn't look very good, but the starting lineup of Turner, and this has been their most played lineup so far this season, so it's the mm-hmm. largest sample size: Turner, McCollum, Lillard, Farouk, and Nurkic. They are a plus twelve point eight on per, offense, or just all together? No, all, all together per per net rating. That's their net rating is twelve point eight. What's our offensive net? One hundred six point two, which that's is pretty low. Okay, but their defensive rating is ninety three point four. Yeah. So I mean, it's but not, how it, much of that is realistically because of Turner? Like they spent a whole season with Turner and big chunks without Aminu. And during those times when they had Turner and didn't have Aminu, they were like legitimately historically bad defense. Yeah. And well, here's here. Okay. This is also a weird stat. The Blazers actually have a worst defensive rating, like significantly worse defensive rating against or compare, compared to that lineup with the lineup that I thought coming into the year was going to be Portland's best lineup, and that's CJ, Dame, Harkless, Aminu, and Nurk. In fairness, like you, I mean, Hark, there, there's, there's truly never been an NBA player less reliable than Maurice Harkless. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad, yeah, I mean, I, I, he's had a really up and down career, and I think, I mean, that, at least, at least Evan is reliably bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess you, I guess that is something that you can say, like, you know, what you're going to get from Evan Turner and listen, Turner has had actually like the last two games against Cleveland and against Chicago. He actually played really well and was a reason why the Cavs, you know, they were, they went up on the Cavs early and a reason why they beat the Bulls. And, uh, you know, maybe if he can bottle some of that up, they can, what they if can. he could shoot a three pointer. That's the thing is that like if he could shoot a three pointer, they would be like a top five team. Like if he's done, it's just done. Sorry. I know. I know that I sound like a, a bullet. I sound like I'm such a mark right now. Like, oh, all they need to do is trade Turner for somebody who can shoot. Like, first off, who wants Turner? <laughs> and and it is a simplistic way of thinking about it. But also. Wouldn't a wouldn't a four out uh, lineup with uh, with Al Farouk Aminu and Nurkic uh, be uh, totally lethal? And uh, and yet, who's that third player? He's the one who keeps you from being a four out team. And I and I I I just think it's such a it's hard. I I feel I feel myself being reductive, while also saying, if I was not a Blazer fan and I was watching the Blazers. That is all I would be able to think 
is what is Turner doing out there? Yeah. Oh, my God. I sound like a Blazers edge guy right now. (laughs) Except I don't want to fire. Except I don't want to fire. Terry Stotts. Terry, yeah. (laughs) Um, Or or like, or yeah. Anyway. I do kind of want to fire Neil, but. (laughs) I mean, uh, I mean, I mean. Oh, did we? We never really talked about that. Uh, you never the Vulcan you, thing. The Vulcan thing. We never talked about that. Yeah. I, well, I think if they if they if Vulcan uh, looks into it and decides they should fire Neil, I'm not going to sit around here and act like I thought it was a bad thing. Here's the, I wonder. I I just really do wonder. Have you seen all this stuff about Dame and Donovan Mitchell and how like Dame texted? Donovan Mitchell telling him that he thought he was the Bla- he wanted the Blazers to pick him. Not that he thought they were going to, but he really wanted them to. And uh, I mean, this is this is pretty ridiculous. And, and like, you know, Donovan Mitchell. I on this podcast, I have a lot of takes that are wrong. But one of the takes I had, I had my buddy Chad on here before the draft, and we talked about Donovan Mitchell and how. Uh, how good he was going to be as a two-way player from what, you know, everyone was saying about him. And apparently, you know, Dame really wanted Donovan Mitchell on the Blazers. And that's when it's like, to me, I do wonder, like, I do wonder about... Has he been good on the Jazz? Um, Yeah, he's been great. He, dude, he, oh. he, he like single-handedly beat the Cavs the other night. Like, oh. uh, he beat him and Ricky Rubio beat the Blazers basically, uh, a couple of nights, like a couple of months ago in Utah. And, uh, yeah, his base numbers are good. You'll have to forgive me. Apparently I'm behind on the jazz. I feel behind on all fast. I have a girlfriend right now. It's hard to be good at watching sports. What? Uh, uh, yeah, he's good. They should, probably should have picked him. Well, anyway, I mean, Tom, oh my god, he's scoring eighteen points a game. Yeah, dude, he's really good. Oh, oh god. Yeah, it would it would have been nice to have him uh, on the Blazers for sure. But yeah, yeah, Dame's and, right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, and and so like that to me What's is they like pick instead Zach Collins. Wow, they, oh. they trade hmm. they traded their two picks for Zach cool. Collins and Collins. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I mean, Collins is twenty. And and he's yeah. And I mean, he, it's an upside play, I guess. Yeah, no, he hasn't looked so bad. You yeah, got no, my, no. I, the joke and, I and always listen, make is that. And, hold on, and I think Sorry, this can, we can tie this before you continue. I think we can yeah, tie yeah. this a little bit to maybe uncertainty around Nurk. Like if you, you if you frame it under those terms, yeah. Like if Nurkic like maybe continues to play this poorly, but is he playing poorly? That's the thing. That's he's like the ma- central question. Okay, he's not making his shots. He's but why isn't bu- he making his shots? Well, he is shooting a bunch of long twos, and that's not helping. Well, that okay. Well, th- that can be stopped. Yeah, but he 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 is shooting quite a bit of long twos, and he's, okay. he's not getting to the basket. He's not taking enough shots. In, in my get, okay, but the basket is why isn't he getting to the basket? The long two is like yeah, and I'm willing to bet that you can get him to slice that shit out if you, if you if you put some pressure on him. But okay, okay I would, I, yeah, I, you're right, you're right. But why isn't he getting to the basket? Because probably, there's not because there's not spacing. Yeah, no, you're okay. You know, I I I, I see your point. 
I don't want to. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm bullying you. Eric. No, no. I, listen, I, 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 I listen, value your friendship, Eric. No, you're not. No, you're not. We're we're having a, a real discussion here about use of Nurkic's season, and I think this is currently the most important story for the Blazers' season because. And I'm and don't get me wrong. I'm like I'm I love Nurkic. I loved Nurkic before he was on the Blazers. Like, yeah. I was very excited that they traded for him, and I. Would like to continue, like, as far as like, what kind of player do you Corbin Smith like to watch? Like it's Yusuf Nurkic pretty much. It's like a mean guy who, uh, uh, sets gross screens and dunks occasionally. Like, yeah. like that's like Corbin's kind of player, but like, yeah, I just, I, I just, I, I just want to give you a stat real quick about, oh, about, about the long twos thing. Okay. Is that Nurk is shooting a career high 17% of his shots from beyond 16 feet. And he's having currently a career low of his shots from (laughs) zero to three feet. I just, that's last last year with Portland, he had 58% of his shots around the rim. So between zero and three feet. And so far this season, he has 39.5% of his shots around the basket. I, I, that is so bad. I will say this. He's also not crashing the glass. Like, I think, I think that's the correlation right there. He's not crashing the glass and he's not getting shots on the inside. And that was Nurk's spacing. Nurk's spacing was the jackhammer in the middle of the defense that would cause these ripples down by the basket. And he would get rebounds. And I, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if the bounces aren't going his way or what. Or, or if teams are just boxing him out better, but he just hasn't rebounded that well on the offense. I'm willing to put some of that on Nurk, but I really do. I think that the long two stuff has a lot to do with Turner. Fine. Okay. And a lot to do with, and, and also every other player on the Blazers who can't shoot all of a sudden can't shoot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Harkless, you know, Harkless had that 35, you know, the whole thing with the uh, contract and actually he's shooting 32%, which, you know, because he got hot for like two games. Yeah. Which is, eh. Right, and and I mean that that's that, that's really what happened is he got hot for two games. He got hot in that Laker game, uh, and got hot in that Philly game, and so that helped. But uh, he hasn't shot the three well this season. Connaughton started off shooting the three, you know, better. Than yeah, Al- but there's be- only be- so much you can do. Yeah, you know. Well, better. He was shooting it better than Alan Crabb, and you know now he's he's you know now at like thirty seven percent. Oh yeah, Alan Crabb. Rest in peace. Yeah, I mean, Crab, uh, I think is shooting a little bit, be- a little bit better than that this season. But I, his volume is much higher. Also, even. he's a truly heinous defender. Yeah, and, and maybe, and maybe that's why you know. I mean, he, he just wasn't that attentive last year, and yeah. The Alan Crab got traded because he's insanely bad at defense. Like they're like yeah. Yeah, I think the frustrating thing with him is he had been good at defense before. And, and that's the thing for me. Yeah, but the, and then he found a shot, and he was like, "I don't need to do that yeah, anymore." Yeah, Crab's actually shooting worse than Pat Connaughton this year. Oh, yeah, uh, but he is shooting six three pointer almost. I seven, will say almost, that Terry's inherent mistrust of young players could be a bit of a thing with Pat, but also like the organization has a vested interest in Turner playing too. It's not like Turner. It's there's very little Connaughton could do to effectively supplant Turner in the rotation simply because of the economics and the incentives at play. Yeah. And there's a lot of, I think also too, there's a lot of 
Speaking uh, from on um, from the perspective of a purely theoretical perfect. Yeah, it's not like back on it then, of course. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and then Shabazz has been pretty good, but I don't think you can get away with playing three guards all the time, and it's no, been, no, no, no. And, and 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 that's again, you know, stats, man, just yeah. like just like pulling stuff out of you know out of nowhere yeah. and 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 turning it into something. I mean, Shabazz has been uh, excellent for the most part this season. He did get. Uh, cooked by isaiah thomas last night god neil needs to not i when neil gets fired i'll say nice things about him but neil's gonna get fired someday you know what i mean like well i mean all gms do i mean it's yeah yeah, but i mean but that's not that's not you know most gms that happens you know like i mean unless you're rc buford you know with the spurs and pop you know, yeah, yeah. like like it's very Maury. Maury doesn't get fired. Maury, Danny Ainge. Ainge doesn't get fired, and uh, the Miami dudes. Miami, but. Yeah, I mean, and I well, you know, uh, I I mean, I th- and, and Portland has been together for a long time. I think Charlotte also has a pretty stable front office, from what I've heard. But the pressure is always there in sports, and you know, I think the you know even those guys talk about it. They know. You know? And uh, one of the weird things about it is that I mean, is that Paul has had a very quick trigger finger. For uh, most of his tenure on GMs, well, I, I do think that I do think that Olshay has an eye for guys, but I also think yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, he, I, no, I, he I, like like the Nurkic trade. I mean, no, and, and he has an eye for for value. Yeah, you know, he really except when he signs Evan Turner, apparently. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, he has misses. I think, and that's the thing with every GM is they do have misses. And but I Neil's. You know, I feel like Neil has tended to be a real feast or famine stuff. Like, like some real canny stuff, the Narkic stuff, shipping out Plumley, which is that I think that took some real stones and like, yeah, I mean, I mean, he was like probably the fourth, third or fourth best player on the Blazers at that time. Yeah. Uh, and they, and they basically traded him for a, for a weird dude that I don't think you could reliably say was going to be an upgrade who, who, ended up, who, who is overweight and, uh, yeah, and and, uh, and, was and, like checked, and checked out. I mean, let's yeah, be, let's, let's call be, him um, uh, temperamental. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he he. I mean, it was just funny because he just like didn't care anymore in Denver. Turner, man. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, and, and some and other stuff. Turner though, Turner though. To I will say, he has played really well in 2018. Uh, it, it's. Eric, Eric, the Eric. There's been three days in 2018. <laughs> touche, touche. You, you do, you do make a good point. But yeah, you know, and, and then you know, Harkless has had a tough season, but uh, I like seeing him play. Uh, a guy that a lot of people have been like wondering. God, where, what where. a weird, what a weird dude. What a enigma, though. Harkless. Yeah, and it's just he, he just never. St- he's been one his whole career and doesn't stop being one. Yeah, no, he uh, has really had a really up and down career, and sometimes he just does. I mean, I I do wonder how much. I have a question. Wait, wait, hold, I have a question. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. I do wonder how much it affected him, and maybe the trust in Stotts that uh, he was that he remember when he got like pretty vocal earlier this season about like he felt like just three guys shoot the ball, and I was just standing around doing nothing. Like he and he like and he said that in the media. Remember that? Um, no, but I I know what you're talking. No, but go ahead. I'm just saying he said that, and I I just yeah, yeah, I yeah. do wonder like on a personal level, like 
I mean, uh, Stotts is pretty chill, but like, I mean, I mean, I do wonder if that affected not just Stotts, but you know, like the fact that it kind of. I mean, that's just not you know something that you. I mean, obviously, it was great that he was honest, but if, if you're looking at it from the team perspective, can I, like, can you don't, don't, don't want to like alienate the hierarchy. Of can the I offer team. a counter perspective? Sure. It perhaps was not great that he was honest. Yeah. Okay. There you go. No, you're not. You, maybe it, you're not quite good enough to be honest, dude. That's that is probably the case because he hasn't been playing well. Like he wasn't shooting the ball well when he said those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just like saying that, like you know, you know, I felt like I was standing around out there. I'm pretty sure it was the exact quote. I'll look it up right now. But it, it was uh, he. Yeah, he got really mad about that, or at least not really mad, but he just expressed that disappointment in the media and felt like he was basically, you know. That's I feel like that's alienating the rest of the team when you do something yeah, like probably. that. You know, what because, is as, as like, a oh, because it, the make, team. it makes Dame and CJ seem like they're not, you know, guys who pass the ball. I mean, they shoot a lot, but they should. You've covered the team. What drives that dude? Well, I think he he really cares. Uh, you know. I I, I, I I feel like he cares. I mean, I, but I mean, he just said that, you know, the, the, I got the full quote right here. He said, I feel like I'm just out there to be out there. And he says that like, and he talked yeah, about Yeah, dude, he, that's, that's what a role player does though. Like. Exactly. Exactly. You're not, you're not, uh, I don't I can't think of a player who creates, you're not Kobe Bryant. So. Yeah, you don't get to do stuff. I mean, yeah, and, and Turner, you know, does have a role and does get the ball, but like you know, Harkless is it. But the thing is, Turner, you, at the beginning of the season, he wasn't out there playing with CJ and Dame, and it's like when CJ and Dame are out there, and, and Harkless has been playing more though. Uh, he, recently, he's been getting at least like ten minutes, but Connaughton has definitely usurped him in the rotation because he can shoot, and 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 Connaughton has also done other things. Like he's had some nice off the dribble moments he's not quite, but Harkless like not having that other wing so that you can't just go like you know Harkless Aminu Connaughton CJ and 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 you know and Ed Davis or something like that it, it, not being able to trust in that and, and, and they've tried to go to that a little bit but like not being able to like have that because Harkless was such a big part of their success over the last two seasons like when they played well Mo was on the floor and it just hasn't been that way this season, and I think that has also hurt the team. I, I think it's good that we're having like a macro discussion right now about the Blazers because we're pretty close here to uh, the halfway point of the season. So, mm. oh god, yeah, I, th- I think it's an we're imp- all dying. Yeah, <laughs> it's, we're all so old. I know. Just yeah, getting older and dying. Yeah, the season the seasons get shorter. Uh, but uh, anyway, um. Do you have any last things to say? I mean, I think I think overall it's been encouraging that the Blazers have improved their defense, and I think if you had to pick a place to be at midseason, I think it would be that your defense has really turned around and that your offense can get better. Yeah. Because I think if you're Portland on on a on a big on a wide angle lens on a macro level, I think that is a problem that you'd rather have at this point in the season. I think that if- Give, given all the things that we've talked about. My main opinion about Portland is that they are one reliable three and D wing away from being a, an extraordinarily solid playoff team. Yeah. And, 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 and Harkless has been that before. 
Yeah. That, and that's the frustrating thing. And the maybe problem he could is, be I mean, that again. But, the problem or maybe is, there's a deal out there. Is reliable. Like, that's the thing, is that Harkless is, like, he's been that at times, but but I'm the dude is built on a bed of chaos. Like... Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's too bad they they couldn't uh, that Paul that uh, uh, the Paul George trade didn't work out for them because that would yeah. that would have been quite something. Um, Darn. Yeah, and Oklahoma City, by the way, our our guy Mello has finally fallen in line, uh, and is he's thriving in Oklahoma City. I know. I feel you know it's too bad he didn't choose Portland. But anyway, Corbin, uh, anything that you want people to check out, take it or break yeah, it. Yeah, take week? it or break it. It rules. Okay. And cool. All right. Uh, it's anything? a podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, and I have a column on vice. It's called dung of the week. I did a really good one this week. Check it out. Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, Tony Snell. Uh, yeah. Tony Snell. Uh, I won't. Spoil, Boy, I won't. There, if, if there was a player in the world who could be on the blazers, that would annoy me more than Evan Turner. It would probably be Tony Snell. Tony Snell's not bad. Come on. Come on. God, I'm tired of you basketball guy. You know, we had a six PER one season. Yeah, he did, but he doesn't have that anymore. And he was also on the Bulls who are criminally bad at, you know, being an organization in the NBA. Like they yeah, just, true. they're just the worst organization. You know what I think? You know what I think? You know what I think uh, Paul needs to do? I think he needs to ditch Neil and just, and just throw as much money as possible at Garpax. Just Please, to, God, no. Just to teach people the real meaning of pain. Oh, my God. <laughs> the last thing Portland needs is Carfax. Lastly, <laughs> um, God, God, I... <laughs> I'm I'm almost annoyed I mentioned Garpax right now because I'm I'm trying I've been trying to scuttle out of this recording for a minute but now all I want to do is talk about how ridiculous it is that Garpax continues to reign in Chicago. It's, just, it's the it's most. Just, it's, it's, it's the most. There's a there's a GM who never gets fired. Is, yeah. is, is Garpax. Yeah, it's Gar Foreman and uh, John Paxson from the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. If you don't the, know, the uh, infamously heinous and. And Eastern Eastern Island headed, yeah, <laughs> GM there for the yeah Chicago Bulls. Um, anyway, but uh, I'm His Eric main talent is saving Reisendorf money. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that's a testament to managing upwards, and I think is something that we can also learn from. Uh, that's yeah. just that's just kind of how that one works. They keep their owner hashtag, happy. And they- hashtag sports biz. Hashtag biz inspiration. <laughs> hashtag Garpax God Packs. Yeah, just uh, just the ultimate leaders in being mediocre and still getting paid an insane amount of money. Um, So anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us on this edition of Lockdown Blazers. You can catch my writing at lebronwire.usatoday.com. You can catch Corbin on Vice, take it or break it. Uh, dead spin a little here and there. Dead spin a little bit. You wrote something about the PK80 uh, last. And I also week. wrote about Leonard Bernstein. Yes, the Leonard Bernstein. It, so it, they let you pitch anything over there. Well, there, you know, and I will say, you know, in the traditional twelve days of Christmas, there's three more days of Christmas left. Oh hell yeah! And so uh, the Three Kings the Day on Jan- Jan- January sixth. So you know, uh, it's it's the twelve days. But anyway, uh, follow Lockdown Blazers. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Leave us a you know a five star review and come back oh, to the show. Sorry. The Blazers play again on Friday against the Hawks. I'm gonna be at that game, uh, so I'm gonna watch it with my grandmother. Nice, cool. Um, so, all right, uh, that's gonna do it 
for this edition of Lockdown Blazers. Come back to the podcast, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.